The Toby Gribbon Show. Highlights. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad. And I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Tanner Ox is a seasoned independent artist with over seven years in the music industry. With 70 plus songs on streaming platforms, he's set to drop his eagerly anticipated album, The Truth 2, in early 2024, a sequel to his debut studio record, The Truth, released in 2019. And Tanner is with us here. How are you today? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. How are you doing? I'm excellent, thank you. Now, what was it that originally inspired you to become an independent artist? It was kind of a road. Like at first, what first got me into music was, and it's going to sound dark, but we were, me and a couple friends were driving to a friend's wake, a celebration of life. He had passed away. And some people were playing, the guy who had the ox who was playing heavy, like rap music, like music that did not fit the vibe for what we were about to experience. And so I said, let me play a couple of songs. Let me get the ox. So I played a couple of songs that were more fitting for the vibe. They liked it. We went and celebrated the homie's life. And then we came back to the car and the dude went to sit in the front seat. And the driver says, no, Tanner's got ox. He's in the front seat. And so that's kind of where like the whole like, I really like music came from. Let's let's run with it kind of ox thing. But when I really started making, making music, what inspired me to do that is like, I, it's sometimes obvious, but I have Tourette syndrome. So there was a lot growing up that I didn't know how to express appropriately, you know, I would I would either want to get super angry and yell at people or fight, or I'd want to just close myself off and not do nothing. So music to me was my like escape. I heard Eminem not afraid. I was journaling some feelings for the day for my thoughts just to get a better idea of how I work throughout the day. And the instrumental came on after I heard the song. And so I was just reading through my thoughts and it was something, something dumb, like today I'm feeling blue. I don't know how about you. Something silly like that. But how I said it over the instrumental was like, whoa, hold on a sec. If Eminem's song can make me feel like that through his words and his vision, what he's portraying, why can't my music, why can't I make music that makes me feel like that? So that's where it started. It was all like I made music for myself, to heal myself, for therapy for myself. And it's still all of that. But now it has progressed more into like, how can I help other people who may be going through a hard time or who may not know how to get a hold in the industry as much as I may do? So, yeah, it's been a ride, but. 
but it's been it's been awesome. And living with Tourette's syndrome, of course, music helps you as a therapy, as you say. But do your experiences of living with Tourette's syndrome influenced your music at all in terms of the lyrics, I suppose, and the actual content of the music? Great question. Great question. Yes, a hundred percent. Because <clears throat> how I put it is like I haven't lived the average rapper's lifestyle. You know, yeah. I've had I believe it or not, I got great grades in school. I had, you know, a, both parents and both sisters there supporting me. You know, if I got into a jam, I had people to help me out. So it's like I wasn't in that. I'm not that typical rapper of what you perceive a rapper to be. For me, Tourette's has helped me for my identity because it's really like once I get the mic and I'm on stage, it's almost non-existent. Like if you see me performing, it, I don't know what it is, but it's almost like I don't have Tourette's when I'm performing. But it definitely does shape how I write my music because I want people to understand like, yo, it may take me five, ten times to get one verse done because I'm taking to the booth. But then when it comes to the show, the stage, you see me performing like it's nothing. So I want people to know that there are struggles, but there are also very bright sides to like, I wouldn't be who I am without Tourette. So I have nothing to thank for it. You know? Yeah. And how come you don't have it when you're performing? What is that all about? I think it's just the adrenaline and the rush, man. I mean, I wish I could lock it in and say, this is why, this is why, this is why, because then I would take those aspects outside of performance and try to utilize them. But for me, I think it's just, I love music. I don't, I'm not a person that really cares too much what people think about me anymore. So I'm out there, I'm having fun. I know my music's great. I know there's people that relate with it. It's just kind of like a comfortability to me. Like no matter if I know everybody or know nobody there, it's like, I know my music, I know myself, and I know this is where I'm meant to be. So it's very, I think it's just because I'm more comfortable up there. And if it is because of the adrenaline and the rush, if you ever do a performance and you do start ticking, then I guess it'll be clear that you're not really that excited about it. Yeah, 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 exactly, which won't happen, won't happen. I mean, <laughs> I may have a little, like, as I'm rapping, a little, like, head tick, and I keep going, and I keep going. Like, at one time, wasn't even a tick, I just kind of was going to high-five someone, and I fell off the stage, and it was probably about, you know, two, three feet, not super big, but I hit a tumble, and I kept rapping, didn't miss a beat, got right back up, and then the crowd started getting louder as I got back up, so just that involvement stuff, so yeah, no, show Shows are amazing. Shows are amazing. I've done a lot and got a lot of plenty of love received from all the shows. It's been amazing. Absolutely. Now, you've released a significant number of songs. Of course, you've got more than 70 on streaming platforms. So what are some of your personal favourites from your discography? See, I've always said to people, every single one of my songs is my favourite for a different reason. (laughs) But there's some songs, I won't lie, that stuck out more than others to me. Uh, 509 is jumping from my first album, The Truth, back in 2019 is one that always sticks out because that one was like an anthem. I had everybody in. I don't know if the 509, shout out Ellensburg, Go Central Washington Wildcats. Uh, that's where I went to college and that's where I really honed in my music skills meeting people so that music video and the song was special to me because it was like a sign of I'm doing it I'm doing it you're not just talking about it you're doing it Um, another one from my a recent album of mine my solo album Finding My Ways Um, I really like My Pain and Finding My Ways on there My Pain talks about you know stuff that I wouldn't normally just chat with my friends about sitting and watching a football game or you know um, so I really think it allows listeners to hear and understand a side of me that they may not hear throughout other songs that I may not be I'm always vulnerable but on my pain that was one of my most vulnerable songs um, that one's a great one 
one. And then another one that sticks out for me is chances because that one's just a message speaking out to people. Like you got to take your chances. You can't let them pass you by, yeah. you know? And so that message is super powerful. Those are the three for me that really, really are up top of there, but I do like all my songs. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's always good, isn't it? To do music that you actually like, and you're not just doing it for what you think is going to do well. Yeah. Yeah. That's because like for me, that's kind of what bothers me a little bit. There's people who try to conform to the identity of what rap music is today, what yeah. it's what songs are hot today. And it's like where you're really going to shine, where you're really going to see success is in the creativity and the individuality. Like you got to be, you got to be different. You got to be yourself. You can't be doing the same thing everybody else is doing. Now there may be, I don't know, there may be another rapper out there with Tourette's, but I'll sit here and tell you right now that when you, if you soon, once you Google rappers with Tourette's, my name is going to be on that list. Like that's what sets me apart from some people. Not that it's great or what. My stage presence is another thing that sets me apart from other people. So it's it's a journey, but you enjoy the little steps and the little wins along the way, and it adds up to a big, wonderful prize. And you've actually travelled to various countries for your music. So how has this global perspective influenced your sound and style? Exactly. I love that question too. So about a year, two years ago now, I met somebody from Oxford. Oh. And his name was Harry Truman, Mr. Has. And so I met him and we started chatting for a bit. You know, at first I didn't know what to think. And then we did one project. I was like, oh, he's cool. <laughs> so yeah. we did multiple projects. And now we work together very closely on the daily. Um, that's one of the songs he's got too. Um, so meeting meeting him through, it was for a year and a half, it was straight just Zoom Instagram, FaceTime calls, just because we couldn't meet each other since we were across seas. Um, so he really kind of opened my eyes to like the possibility and opportunities that are overseas as well. I was telling him a little bit about like, I just don't feel completely respected in my hometown. I feel like people just overlook me. So, you know, I've been expanding elsewhere too. Long story short, we uh, ended up linking up over in France uh, earlier in February. We shot a couple of music videos, got some photos in, did a couple of performances. It was very nice. That was our first time meeting each other. And after that, like traveling over there with him really opened my eyes and showed me like music is universal. It's not just in where I'm at. It's not just uh, American thing. Like music, especially hip hop, rap, the genre that I'm in is universal. You find it everywhere. And it was just amazing seeing the different experiences from there's like a parade that was like a um, going on. I don't know like what they called the parade because of my first time there but it was cool because you got to listen to different music there we did some shots with the parade uh then on my way back we hit uh i hit amsterdam because they flew back to oxford i flew back to america so i was only there for four or five hours in the layover so i just did a short little pickup performance in the airport nothing planned nothing special but people were gathering around so it was nice um, yeah, it was it was nice. I think everybody should travel internationally, you know, at least especially for music, at least once or twice to see what it has to offer. Because I've been yeah. waiting for my opportunity to go abroad. It was that amazing. Yeah. Now you are set to release your new album, The Truth Two, in early 2024. So what can you tell us about this upcoming album? Yes. Uh, what I can say is it's going to be packed full of amazing content 
content and a message that is going to be able to relate with everybody. Maybe not every single song you're going to relate with, but there, I promise you, everybody listening to this, watching this, everybody who's doing their own thing right now, wherever you're at, whoever you're with, there will be one of the 15 or 16, I haven't quite decided yet, I'm going back and forth, one of those songs at least will be for you and resonate with you. Um, it's been four years since I wrote the truth. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Coming up on five years now, because it was in April of 2019 when I released it. So it's coming up on five years. There's been a lot that I have experienced, a lot that I've lost, a lot that I've gained, a lot that has changed who I am, a lot of this, that, and the other that I've experienced throughout four or five years. And coming into the music industry, I wanted to be known as the truth. Every single word you hear in my music is facts. If you were to sit here and really on every single bar of every single song that I have, we'd be here for hours because I would tell you what each bar means, where I was at, how I was thinking it why I was thinking it, where I was, everything. That's how important music is to me to create a concept, a message that people can understand what you are going through as well as relate it to their life or somebody that they know. And so for me, I think that the truth too is going to be something very special. Um, I jump out of my comfort zone and I try to sing on a couple songs, which people who have listened to me or know, I'm not down on myself. Like I can do it all, but I'm not the best singer. Yeah. I'm not the best. So I took some lessons and got some vocals in there. Hopefully people can hear that and see the work that was put in that way. But I definitely think there's something for everybody there. You know, it's a, it's a wonderful album. And how does the singing in the studio work with Tourette syndrome? Because you say like, you know, when you're kind of rapping, you can still tick 
in the studio does it go away when you're singing or is it still there it's still it's it's still there it's a balance so like for all recording whether i'm singing or not that's why a lot of my songs you'll hear like the fast rap pace where there's like no breath there's no breaks in the beat that's because if i take a breath oftentimes i hit a or a small little tick that throws off my flow and i can't finish it so it's like that's why i have fast verses all the time that's why you don't really hear me singing or harmonizing much but when i do it usually takes you know 30 minutes eat at least to get if it's a chorus 30 minutes at least hour just because i'll run through a take and then it'll be good and then you know i'll have a slight little tick at the end of one vocalization that'll throw things off so it's like all right no worries let's go back and do it again all right no worries let's go and do it back a seventh time and then you get it yeah. a lot of it's some doubling up for me too so i'll like double up certain words so you know hard pan it left and right so if you're wearing the headphones you can hear that difference i'll do some things to add spice yeah. in there to where it's not strictly just my voice there's other things i'll add but yeah tourette's does affect that in recording a bit but i work around yeah. it i work around it so how do you think this album the truth to differs from your first one the truth from 2019 great question i think it differs because of who i am now in the four or five years since the truth was released like i've said i went through i've lost things and people i've gained things in people i've made amazing memories i've had to cut some friends off i've added some friends i've gotten new jobs i've you know gained more responsibilities all these different things that's happened to me over these past years since the truth where the first the truth one was released um so that's what i think the difference and why the truth two well i mean it'll, it'll be an amazing i don't want to say it's gonna be better than the truth because the truth all my music is amazing but i think it'll be especially powerful because if you have listened to the truth and then you listen to the truth too you'll hear the growth you'll hear the growth in not only my music my rap and my flows my bars my lyricism all that you'll hear the growth in me as a person the things i talk about the things i focus on the things that i'm worried about i fear I love, I hate all this. So that's what I think the difference between the truth one and the truth two is and why the truth two will be, you know, more powerful, I believe. Is the truth two your second album overall? And if so, what is the cause of this delay of four years? Yeah. um, Or nearly five. Yeah, almost five now. Um, No, so (laughs) after um, the truth came out, I did a short little mixtape with my homie Lobes, DRDT, that had 12 tracks. I had three solo he had three solo we did the rest together uh i did another project a 20 track album called finding my ways that one was released in 2021 um i got some good features on there as well amazing people and then i did a couple international collaborative albums so i did global sunsets which was with several people from europe a couple people from uh, switzerland africa australia um that was amazing experience and then i also followed up and did something to say which was another international um collaborative project we got people on there and then me and mr has actually did a mixtape together and shot a couple music videos in france for uh villains don't sleep so i've had three mixtapes and two mixtapes and four projects since the truth but i just felt like now it was time because i felt like there was so much that i had experienced so much i wanted to get out and i wanted to formulate it in a way that people could um, cohesively ingest it so it's not just like a bunch of singles or a two three track e yeah. and then another three track ep and they're like what's going on i wanted to let them know this is the truth yeah. too and it's time for it if there's anybody who 
who is maybe interested in following in your footsteps as an independent artist, what advice do you think you'd give them? Um, There's several pieces of advice I'd give. One is screw everybody else. Don't worry about what other people are doing. The only comparison you need to make is yourself yesterday and who you are today. And and that's a spot where a lot of people can get caught up in like, oh, well, this dude's doing 10 shows a month. I'm not doing one. Okay. He's got a different, he's got a different rate that his career is going. That doesn't mean you're not successful. That doesn't mean he's more successful than you. It means he's put himself out there more or she's put herself out there more, you know? So don't compare yourself to anybody. Everybody's on their own time frame. Number two is don't miss opportunities. If it's too good to be true, ask yourself like, hmm, is it, is it a scam? But don't miss out on opportunities. I could have said no to Mr. Has. I could have said no to several shows that I did that have put me where I'm at today, that have got the people that have followed and supported me to where we're at today because I take every opportunity I can. So I think it's big that you don't compare yourself to anybody but yourself. Everybody's on their own different time length, whether it's a year from now, 10 years from now. And if you're doing what you love, it doesn't matter about the time or the money. It's the passion. And that's why I do music for the passion. I know my time's coming where I'm going to have the whole world hearing what I have to say, my message. But for right now, it's the passion. I love doing music. I love helping myself out along with other people. And that's something that I think people can lose track of. They get so caught up in the today's society of making sure, you know, everything's good on Instagram, on TikTok, social media. If you're not loving what you're doing, the quality's not going to be good, if anything, if you don't love what you're doing. Well, what are your long-term goals in the music industry? Do you look to the future and think about where you want to be? Yes, I do. And to relate that back to the last question, that's something I would say, you know, advice on artists, you know, look to the future, but don't look too far ahead. (laughs) Don't look too far ahead to where you're missing what's happening in an hour or tomorrow or on Friday. (laughs) So I feel bad about that looking forward, like, man, I want to be sold out stages. I want to be making millions. I want to do this, this, this. And I had to sit back and that's why, you know, music is so powerful to me because at the end of the day, yeah, I'm not going to deny $100 million, nice house, nice cars. I'm not going to say I don't want it, but I'm not going to sacrifice who I am, my soul, my heart, my spirit for money. So if that means that, you know, I'm living in a decent apartment, but I don't have to worry about bills at all. I got the bills taken care of. That's my long-term goals. I don't, I don't need a big ass mansion or 10 cars. I just want to be financially stable from my music. So if that means a two bedroom apartment in Seattle, that means a two bedroom apartment in Seattle. I'm not a guy who needs a lot of luxury. I'm just a guy who needs consistency and certainty. So if I'm certain that music is going to make me X amount of money a month and I can pay all my bills easily, that is my goal. And that is one of my goals. Another one of my long-term goals is I want to give back to the people, the music community. So I don't know what that's right now. That's just looking like lyrics, giving back with my music, but I eventually want to be a bigger part of something. I want to be a part of a community, do music events, you know, maybe do some music events for homeless people, for at-risk youth, maybe for um, people who are on probation or coming out of jail who don't get a second chance at a lot of things because they're frowned upon. So I want to do so much more with this music other than myself but first i have to prove to everybody like tanner ox is a reputable figure i'm a name you want to be associated with
content. So that takes time. But yeah. I just want people to know that, like, you know, I'm about the people. I'm about the people. I want to help everybody out. So. And in the more short term, are there any more projects that you're working on? Is there going to be a The Truth <laughs> 3? Uh, I'm sure there will be a True 3, but it probably won't be for maybe another four or five years. <laughs> Uh, no, there's not. Um, in the short term, after I release the truth, I'm going to really focus on doing performances and setting up shows and getting some more music videos done, um, doing reaction videos, kind of setting up my YouTube to get other aspects of my brand, my business going, because I'm comfortable with making music. Everybody knows I can make great music. So now it's after the truth comes out, it's time to branch out into, I'd say, more of the business side, you know, like the make how does it go making a deal with promoters? Let's keep working that out. How do these how do I work out deals with these venues to get a profit for not only myself, but every single artist on this dock? So there's not anything that I have lined up after the truth, maybe some singles here and there. You know, but other than after the truth, it's going to be mainly like networking and connection building and trying to get a hold of people heck, worldwide. You never know because there's been, there's so many opportunities. You just got to keep your eyes open for them. Yeah, absolutely. Well, where are we able to find all your music and keep up to date with you and find the truth too when it comes out? And is there a set date-ish for that yet? A set date, not quite. I'm still, it's all, it's been all recorded. It's in the mixing and mastering process. I've got a couple videos in the works of being shot as well. Uh, So no specific release date, but it'll be early-ish next year. Uh, Where to find the music if you want to hear it. Uh, My Instagram is Tanner Ox Music. My TikTok is Tanner Ox Music. Um, I don't have Twitter or X, whatever they call it. I have a link in both of my TikTok and my Instagram to bring you to my Spotify where you can listen to it. Uh, If you go directly to my Spotify, it's just all caps, A-U-X, but sometimes you get some funky results in there as well. So that's why I recommend if you want to hear music, if you want to hear, you know, my music strictly and don't want to scroll around, go to my Instagram, Tanerox Music, click the link, and it'll be there. But I'm in the process of switching my artist name to Tanerox because when I first started, it was just Ox on Spotify. So that's what all my releases have been under Ox. But it's a lot easier to find me when people type in the search bar Tanner Ox. So I've been in chats with DistroKid yeah. about switching my artist name. So that'll be a lot easier soon. But yeah, I've been babbling. So Instagram, Tanner Ox Music, TikTok, Tanner Ox Music. And go give me a follow. Check out some of the old music I got. I very much appreciate it. Excellent. Well, many thanks for talking to us today. It's been great having Absolutely. you here. Absolutely. Thank you for having me on. It's been great being on here. I appreciate you, man. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. 
Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. The throbbing pulse of sound, the Toby Gribbon Show.